care for yourself. I went from being this lost teenager to being a fierce queen. Oh my goodness! Beauty is confidence. It's knowing that you're worth it. Hello and welcome to the Explosion Network's Review Feels Discussion of Queer Eye Season 3. Joining me in this video is Ashley Hobley. Hey Dylan, excited to be here to talk about five guys going into people's playhouses and getting rid of half their stuff. Okay, that's a fine description of the show. That's a very fine description of the show. <laughs> also, Sherry Shrina. Hello! I'm also excited to be here. Also excited to talk about five guys dressing people up and making their lives amazing. That's that's good, because that's what we're here for. So five guys going <laughs> to people's lives and telling them what they're doing wrong. Oh my god. <laughs> Why do you have such a dark view on the show? <laughs> it, it, it's very nice. It's very Just nice. Hitting it, with, hitting it with the hard truth that nobody else will. Yeah, okay, sure. Um, so the, what we're going to be doing is... We're gonna I'm gonna we're gonna grab everyone's overall thoughts on season three itself. And then the idea will be to go through each episode, talk about what we liked and the how we felt about watching it. And then we're gonna rate every episode on a zero to ten feels, and then a zero to ten just what you'd rank the, the episode. And then by the end of the whole thing, hopefully we have some sort of the best episode as ranked by the Explosion Network of Queer Eye Season 3 with the according mathematical equation of feels to score ratio coming out on top. So, starting with you, Ash, what were yes. your overall thoughts of uh, Queer Eye Season 3? I think it was more Queer Eye. Just, yeah, it was another solid season. Uh, the thing I think I mentioned on What Do You Want to Watch, I said when we were talking about it, is it didn't have, like, the standout episodes that we had like last season with uh that like broke everybody i think i think it was a lot uh, more even spread of different things that will probably affect p different people differently but yeah overall very good uh more of the same still the best feel good television available today today and, <laughs> and probably probably tomorrow as well tomorrow probably tomorrow as well <laughs> maybe next week <laughs> <laughs> maybe as well next week Shrey, what are your overall thoughts on season three I agree. I, I don't think there was like specific standout episodes. I don't know if it was like as feelsy for me this season. I feel like other seasons like really got me, but it could have been because we were having more of those hard hitting episodes. So I think overall, like really solid season, enjoyable, loved it. But yeah, the feels were a bit up and down for me. Mm -hmm. I would, I, I think it was another good season. It's more Queer Eye. It's it's not much to complain about when it comes to the the the, the feels discussion. I guess it's like, well, they had a lot of big things happen in the the, the second season, of course, like big storylines and stuff and uh, feelsy stuff. And I feel like if they were constantly chasing those feelings, then that could potentially make the show get into a stage where it's trying to ch chase a certain emotional thing rather than just doing what the show kind of sets out to do. And then if you get stuck in a uh, ever rotating, like chasing your own tail of having to want to make the audience get constantly upset, then it's just like the show may end up being like forced by producers to be like fake somewhat or whatever. I'm not saying it is now, but like, yeah. I, I feel like if you're chasing that, <laughs> that, that bone, 
then you go down a, a rabbit hole, I guess. So I'm I'm fine with it. Yeah, but not- it's happy feels as well. It's not just sad. Like it's not sad feels. It's happy feels. You know, just an explosion yeah, coming from your a- heart. <laughs> yes, I, I I'm fine with the season. I just I I have no problem with it. I, it's just yeah, I, it's it's hard to not compare it and be like oh. I was there was a lot of big ones in season two and stuff. So it's it's like I enjoyed the show. It was more queer eye. It's great. Love the show. But it like when you're ranking the seasons, I'd still rank season two obviously as the the top dog, I guess, of of, of queer eye yep. at this point. But it's it's weird to rank them because it's a weird show to rank seasonally. But we're They're gonna rank different. the episodes of yeah. this season. <laughs> so it's a hard, it's a hard show to rank, but we're gonna do it anyway. Yeah, well we're gonna do it. We're gonna Hooray! do it. <laughs> hashtag for the content so it's worthwhile all right so let's jump in and work our way through the episodes here i will give the uh synopsis uh, as grabbed via imdb for each episode um in case you've kind of forgot what's going on and then we can talk about what we like didn't like or just whatever and then we'll of course end up by ranking each episode so the first episode was called from hunter to huntee the synopsis fire, I am to be rad. She can hunt fish and grow her own food, but this self-sufficient woman needs help when it comes to crafting a look that's both womanly and powerful. Um, I'd made sure the note in my notes for this one that I saw a lot of people complaining online that they found this to be the worst episode of the season because a lot of people uh, didn't. The, the argument was that it was weird for the Queer Eye guys... Uh, who have such a like progressive outlook and the show has such a progressive outlook to be like supporting someone who's about like hunting for sport i guess like a lot of people didn't like that which is something that as soon as the episode started i was although i wasn't like this is horrible it mm. just made me think people are going to react badly to this and sure enough they they kind of did so yeah um ash what what what, I- what do you think about that what do you think about the episode I mean, that's the kind of people they should be helping. Like, get get those people on board with your progressive ideas, you know? <laughs> Them right peoples. Right Them right peoples. peoples. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, well, I guess it's true. Don't see many. No, leave it. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a really good, solid episode. Uh, it, I liked her transformation. Obviously, they did a really good job. And that was probably I, the moment where her family comes in and sees her. Like, for the first time, all glammed up and everything was probably one of the highlights of the season, in my opinion. Yeah, really? Of the whole season? One of the high, top, feel-good, feel, emotional moments, I think. Sure. Yeah. But, uh, Shree, what, what do you, what'd you think? Uh, yeah, I, I liked the episode. I think they did an awesome transformation. Even though it wasn't really a transformation, it was more like an inner transformation obviously not as much physical so i think she um was just re um regaining like a lot of herself and exactly what she wanted to do which was just to be a little bit more feminine and um yeah i i thought it was i thought it was good it was probably just mid-range for feels for me but i do agree that there was a couple of moments throughout the episode that were that were standout and um yeah, I thought, yeah, it was interesting. The hunting thing did was kind of like, uh, for me, because I'm not obviously into hunting. I don't really strike you as a hunter sort of person. The only no, thing that bothered really. me about this episode. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing Except that bothered Pokemon. me about this episode. <laughs> C- 
gotta gotta catch them all. Um, the thing that bothered me about this episode is that it was hunter to hunty, whereas I wish they'd called it hunter to huntress. Yes, that's that really bothered me. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that really bothers me, guys. I can't, I can't handle it. I need to make sure the time. It, was a, it was a missed opportunity. It was a missed opportunity. I do, I do agree. It was a missed opportunity. <laughs> um, yeah, I. I feel like this was definitely an episode that not really wasn't really going to hit home for me. I I found it fine. I I don't like hunting <laughs> either, or not for sport. Obviously, I think if you know me, it's not really something that's going to hit for me. So it's like the fucking house <laughs> is just full of dead animals and camo and whatever else. I'm like, yep, this is cool. That's exciting. Uh, but yeah, it's really she- hard to see her with all that camera on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but she seemed, ni- <laughs> she seemed nice. And the they were married, right? The husband, mm. boyfriend. I can't remember now. I think they were married. Uh, the husband, husband, yeah, the husband seemed nice as well. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. Was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you I, watch the show? I did, but we were recording this like two, three weeks after watching, <laughs> after watching the season, to be fair, uh, behind the scenes. Um, no. Yeah. So overall, I enjoyed it, though. Uh, not the not my favorite not my least favorite episode season just definitely would is probably going to fall somewhere in the middle here for me uh ash what are, is your score for the episode first the episode score mm-hmm. uh i'm gonna give it a seven yeah and then what are your then feels f- feel score seven really that's a yeah that's decently- like i said that that moment where family sees it for the first time like not in camo and stuff like it was you? really moving i thought yeah yeah, yeah, uh, and it was the first episode, so it might have had a bit of okay, you know. Yeah. It was easy. Sh- it was it was it was easy punches. Was, yeah, yeah, because you, you hadn't been trained to get these emotional moments yet. So. Fair enough. Shrey, what is your score for the episode? Um, I think it was a seven and a half for me for the episode. Yeah, and then your feels. but the feels was was five out of ten. Five out of ten. Okay, that's all around the range. <laughs> all right, so, so I gave the I gave the episode a seven point five because I felt like as an episode it was uh, good and uh, entertaining mm. and a, a good story and stuff like that. Although it wasn't super relatable for me, um, although I just felt like the episode was good. But because the episode wasn't super relatable for me, I did give the uh, the ep- the feels a four. It didn't didn't do much for me at all. So I got the lowest. We we got a four. We got a five. We got a <laughs> we got a we got a fucking way higher uh, ash over here with the seven. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Um, all right. So I think on. it's interesting. It's interesting to sort of discuss the episodes like this too, because we're obviously going to relate to them all in different ways. So. It'll be interesting. Yeah. I'm interested to see what you guys think of the rest of the season based on just that first one alone. Yeah. Well, my score's close to yours. Ashes are the highest. Yeah. So we'll see. Ash is going to love every episode. Moving on to episode two, <laughs> which is titled Lost Boy. Synopsis by IMDb. The Fab Five go back to camp to help a scraggly outdoorman put down the roots and create a cool home for his teenage son. Uh, this was the, I mean, it's easily just, it's just described as the hippie camp episode, really, <laughs> isn't it? Yep. Um, Ash, what did you think of episode two here? Yeah, another solid episode. It was fine. I wasn't overly invested in the story. The guy, um, 
It was like, <laughs> just how he lives is was interesting, I guess. And the camper and stuff. But yeah, Bobby did an awesome job on that renovation. Probably one of the top ones. It was probably one of the better ones of the season because it was a completely empty yeah. space. So he got a clean canvas to do with what he what he will wills for this the, the mm. guy. Yeah. Yeah. How about how about so, his story? Yeah. Doesn't wasn't really hitting any points for you. The the story. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Not very relatable. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yeah, not very hippie, surprisingly. No. Yeah. Shree? I guess the, the him oh. wanting to be closer to his son, I guess, was hit the feels a little bit, but <laughs> yeah. Shrey? Uh when I saw this guy, I thought, wow, how are they gonna <laughs> turn this guy around? <laughs> and I thought to myself, the more the more that the episodes went the episode went on, I thought to myself, this guy is just how he is there's no you know i was waiting for what the actual underlying issues really were for him and i thought is is he actually like he lives he lives like this but it seems like it's it's more of a choice until they kind of revealed a little bit more about him and you could see that his confidence like grew over the time and um yeah i i i thought it was a good episode i it wasn't uh super feelsy but i feel like by the end of it the guy really he came out of his shell and did have that spark to him that he didn't have in the beginning and the transformation for him i thought was one of the best ones of the season like physically because they did take away his beard and all he looked a lot stuff. different by the time they he looks yeah. so much younger oh my goodness and then yeah the room as well was just crazy how they did that and his space for the, his son and everything. I, yeah, I, I thought it was good. There's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of story there because it's a guy who, from from what I gathered, was a drunk. And that's kind of what destroyed his relationship with his ex-partner and kind of stuffed up uh, his life somewhat, it seems. Like that he was a full-on alcoholic is kind of what I I gathered somewhat. And, that's, and then after his relationship broke down, he moved away. Um, cleaned up his act, obviously, and now he's mm. taken up this job in his camp. So it's it's an interesting story behind there, and but also I feel like he's just in a the reason a lot of things he was doing was kind of uh, self punishment is what I was what I was kind of getting. And mm. although the episode didn't dive too heavily into that stuff, because like none of the Fab Five are like mental health experts, I suppose, is the <laughs> um, is kind of where you'd want to take that. But there was a lot of stuff you can get to that there that I thought was down a, a different uh, path. But he seemed like, yeah, some guy who was just trying to fix up his life and make good decisions for himself plus his uh, his kid who he wanted to have a relationship with, obviously. Um, his kid seemed to like his dad, and so that was mm. good. Um, yeah. It wasn't like, oh, he hated being there or something like that. He was like, oh, I'm happy to be with my dad. Like, oh, no, not not, yeah. not two weeks of dad at camp again kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I would assume that uh, they, with his background, that maybe he wouldn't get to see his son or it's taken a while for him to have the opportunity to actually spend time with his son. Potentially. In, in these situations, that is 
quite often what happens but he they seem to have more of a like close friendship sort of thing and then he seemed to be wanting to take on more of that father figure role which Mm. now maybe he can but he he I think it was just like finding that confidence in himself to be like okay I've done my time for where I went wrong in life and I actually deserve this now and I can I can be this good father and I you know can provide what I need to for my son. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I thought that was like quite nice. And, the, and yeah, you're right. They did. I did like the relationship that they had because it seemed like even though he obviously felt like he was a certain type of dad or, you know, in a certain type of atmosphere, obviously his room was trashed and whatever else. But the son, I, I got the impression, didn't really see that. He just saw his dad. Yeah, he well, he says like several times about the reason he likes the way he looks and stuff like that is he's like, oh, I want to be relatable, you know, like the the reason the kids like talking to me is because I'm relatable and I I, mm. I look relatable and all these things. I don't look like a a typical adult is basically the thing he's saying. But yeah, then it just seems like his son doesn't really care about that because it's just his dad. Like he doesn't he doesn't need to look and act yeah. the way he does, even if uh the rest the, the people at camp are probably like here comes hippie whatever <laughs> whatever his name is again down to, yeah. to talk to us so yeah I, I thought it was an interesting episode of an interesting story where the core thing was kind of about a father-son relationship somewhat i guess that i was worried for a second though because i thought it was actually gonna turn out that the kid was like oh i hate being here i hate dad camp sucks but it was good that it wasn't that it was the complete opposite so well somewhat the complete opposite yeah the, the kid was kind of like yeah I, it's okay being here I, I like being with my dad but the camp aspect it seemed <laughs> like yeah go, go 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 with or without yeah. for sure um ash i think okay go yep uh, i was just had one more point on that i think the go other thing that really got me on this episode was when <laughs> was when the guy said <laughs> when when tan says to him what do you see when you look at yourself in the mirror and the guy says passable that was like <laughs> so that hurt my heart because i feel like there's so many people that would think the same thing about themselves and to hear someone say it it's so like it's just you just feel for them you know and you because you can feel it in yourself but it i think that was you know obviously when he said he didn't shower and stuff i thought oh I don't know how this is going to go. But when he was like, passable, I was like, oh, I feel for this guy. He is like sad inside. So it was nice to see the transformation and him become like a happier person. You're like, I feel for you, but maybe shower at least once a day. (laughs) You got this, mate. (laughs) Have a shower. Wear some non-cotton clothes to let it breathe and go go from there. (laughs) Go from there. Yeah. Um, Ash, what are you going to rate this episode? Uh, the episode, uh, 6.5 and the feels oh, no. a five. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Wowzers. <laughs> Interesting. All right. Shree, yeah. what are you going to rank the episode? Um, the episode was a seven out of 10 mm-hmm. for me and the feels was like 6.5. Okay. Interesting. We got some interesting results here, everyone. Um, I'm giving the episode seven point five. <laughs> I thought it was a, a a good story and a good relationship and um interesting story story and char- I say it's weird because I got to say characters, but I'm like the real people. But you know, you kind of know what I mean. <laughs> interesting stuff happening. Uh, I gave the feels a six. Uh, 
I felt the like overall not much hit for me. I I felt like the 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 wanting to do good for your the sun aspect was a um was hitting me somewhat, I guess, but the the rest of it was meh. I wasn't like, "Oh, yeah, I I relate to learning to take a shower." <laughs> 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 that's re- that's really hitting it that's really hitting yeah. it home. All right, let's move on to episode three, uh, which is called Jones Barbecue. Synopsis, why I'm to be. They've built a business on slow-cooked barbecue and a secret sawhouse. Now, these hard-walking sisters are finally getting the break they deserve. What are you laughing at over there? It's a, it's an epic mealtime thing. <laughs> Your um, sauce. Yeah, it's epic mealtime. Ash knows what's up. Thank you, Ash. You know what's up. Yeah. Harley wants in. Yeah, thank you very much. Harley uh, showed up. Halfway. <laughs> yeah, in the background. Just, she just didn't see him. <laughs> I, sure, I sure do wish. Uh, so, this episode... I'll go first on this one because I just kind of want to get this one out of the way. I feel like this is definitely... Um, <laughs> And like, this is my favorite episode of the season. This is uh, that's an easy lock in for me. I feel like this had the the <laughs> best kind of. It was out of all the episodes, it felt like these were the two people who kind of really deserved the uh, mm. the helping hand so much. Uh, they felt yeah. like they really kind of earned it. They seemed really nice. They were like interesting. It was like every aspect of the episode I was a hundred percent into um, it hit me in the feels at certain points, which we'll get into in a moment and stuff, but I just want to kind of kick it out the door straight away that before we get to it, this is my favorite episode of the season for sure. <laughs> Ash, how do you feel about this episode? Uh, I was just about to say everything you just said. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So this is easily my favorite episode of the season. Um, they're just really nice characters, nice people. Um, yeah. And there was barbecue in it. So there was like delicious food in it that looked great. Extra point there. Very hungry. <laughs> Very <Yep>. hungry. <laughs> sure. And yeah, again, probably my, the most emotional moment of this season, I think, it was in this episode for me. Sure. Yeah. I- I'm on board. So this Give is everyone's favorite drinks. episode? Give some of them BB- BBQs. Uh, yeah, I, it was, I think it was my favorite episode of the season. It um, yeah, I think too because like they seemed like they just worked so hard in life, you mm. know, and they just felt like they it just felt like they really deserved everything that mm. they gave them. Well, it's like sometimes the show is aspects about like karma and people helping out, like people with like stuff to do with inside themselves. But then another aspect of the show is obviously they come in and they fucking pimp yeah. your ride and. This episode was the one where it's like they, out of everyone in the entire season, deserve the pimp my right aspect the most out of everyone else, as well as the mm. obviously the the personal journey about helping them discover things yeah. about themselves and whatever. Yeah, sometimes it's a it's a you deserve it, and then most of the time it's a you need it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. what, Ash? What do you? What is the moment you're talking about that you reckon was the when the they give? Uh, which one is it, Mary? I, think. I can't remember, sorry. They, I'll have to look it up. They, they fixed her smile. They fixed her teeth. Yeah! Oh. Yeah, that was... Oh, Got me. Broke down. Yeah, it was a beautiful moment. Um, you saw how much it meant to her. Yeah, beautiful. I'm going to start crying. Don't, don't, Ash, yeah. don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll say... Uh, well, I started crying then, too. I can... I, I consider myself to have somewhat bad teeth and 
like not as bad as hers, not to chuck her yeah. under the bus, but <laughs> as, as, as someone who's had like bad teeth throughout like most of his life, I feel like it was kind of hitting uh, a chord for me for sure. So yeah, I that, I think this, yeah, hold on, I don't think I cried. No, this was the we, we get to episode three and I'm like, we're there, everyone. <laughs> Queer I started. <laughs> it's, back. it's back, baby. It's back, everyone. Uh, yeah, Shree, what do you? Yeah, they were just—they were just so funny, though. Too. They were. Hilarious. They were. They were. I couldn't stop laughing. They were just they were such good. characters. Like they just—they were. Yeah. yeah, they. They were just. I think you know, in a lot of the other episodes, that the guys are bringing out who you truly are whereas it's kind of the opposite in this episode where they already knew who they were that was exact and that we saw exactly who they were and then they just amplified that and then provided them with what what they really have been working so hard for and yeah the best part absolutely was the smile the smile thing just just got me got me right in the feels and then i mean they set it up with the bottling stuff where she gets really upset like really emotional after that and yeah. then mary mary says i'm the cool one i don't cry at anything and then proceeds to cry a lot later yes <laughs> <laughs> oh, that bottle thing i thought was quite emotional too obviously like uh family yeah. recipe like you could the you legacy could, pretty much yeah the, the legacy of their their whole family and you could you could understand that they wanted to do it but at the same time, they're like, no, it's like it's our family thing. They d- they didn't want to let it go, and even though they wanted to, because they f- like understood business wise, they they did wanted to grow as a business, but they didn't want to let it go because it was like a family thing. So I think it was this- more they weren't cape, they didn't have the resources. No, well, yeah, yeah. She talks yeah. about yeah, getting so like too. she talks about getting the information, but never taking that step further to even like send an email back and inquire. Yeah, about but it. that's because they didn't want to ask for help, which was the problem they've had. The whole I guess, time. yeah. Yeah, asking for help. That's I mean, true. There are two women in their <laughs> I don't know middle actually. age. Yeah, somewhere still getting up at like four o'clock in the friggin' morning to barbecue yeah. seven days a week. Yeah, getting crazy. Yeah, I look, the amount of time that they're like, oh, we stand on our feet for this long. No, nah, I'll die. No, nah. I would die. Some chairs. I would die. That's all I'm gonna say. In that small fucking room that they're cooking up that chicken and seven people. Yeah, stuff. with no, no. aircon. No aircon. You're fucking, you're kidding me. You're kidding me, mate. <laughs> so, gotta be kidding me. Uh, any last wrapping up thoughts on this episode? Ash. Just our Restaurant rating? looks really good as well. Yeah. <laughs> it, did. It, it did. What are you going to rank oh, man, this that... episode, Ash? When they got that pause machine, like as someone who works in retail, I'm like, yeah. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is a yeah. similar thought, actually. Yeah. What are you going to give the episode? <laughs> Uh, episode a nine and feels a nine. Wow, hitting high. Yep. Uh, Shree, what are you mm. gonna rank the episode? Um, I rated it an eight and a half, mm-hmm. and feels an eight and a half out of ten. Compared to the previous episodes where we ranked out of eleven. Um, I gave the episode an 8.5 and I gave the feels an 8 so there losing half a point (laughs) oh no I feel like 10 is like I'm blabbering pretty much the entire episode so I kind of gotta like I feel like our scales in our mind will be different obviously for what you consider 10 but for 10 a 10 for me is kind of like pretty much 
constantly on the on on the edge of wanting to cry. And I, I kind of set that bar at uh pre like the season two season one no episode one season two kind of thing where it was it was, it was kind of that so that's that's kind of like the bar yeah. and I, I ranked every episode this season around from that being a, a 10 or a 9.5 ish or something <laughs> um all right let's move on to episode four then episode four is titled when robbery met jamie uh, says, I'm to be description. With his wedding just days away, a self-deprecating groom must learn to love himself before he's ready to walk down the aisle. Ash, what do you think about this episode? Yeah, this was another good one. I really enjoyed it. I thought he was an interesting character. Obviously, him dealing with those self-deprecation issues and sort of beating himself down constantly. Camo uh, in the mirror. I could relate. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think Great job. Nice wedding at the end. Yeah, nice it was wedding. Really sweet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sheree? Yeah, I liked this episode. There was a few things that drove me nuts, like the fact that his daughter was in the master bedroom. Yep. And That's they were sleeping in the basement. Yep. <laughs> bad parenting. Get out. We wonder why kids are addicted to video games. <laughs> bad parenting like this. Just let and, them run um, rough shot. <laughs> <laughs> well, before it was even brought up it- on the show, I was like, oh my God, if this episode doesn't end with that co- kid getting kicked out of that bedroom, I'm going to yeah. write me <laughs> to Netflix at gmail.com. The, uh, the best part about it, though, was that they didn't show her a reaction to her room. I reckon she raged. Until the end. The, it was like, did they show a little bit at the end? I can't quite remember. I thought they did. No, they didn't show They never it, showed think. anything, and I reckon it's because she. Re- I don't reckon she reacted too nicely to that. No, no. <laughs> she seemed like a spoilt little brat, yeah, no. to be honest. So, I I just thought like the ba- the baby's face in this episode for the whole episode was quite hilarious, <laughs> and um, <laughs> yeah, I think they made a really good turnaround because I think he was he sp- he was the guy that spoke a lot, like just constantly yabbering on, and uh, I think that he he was a really good guy to begin with, and they just sort of grounded him a little bit and brought him out of his shell and, and made him that bit more positive and and yeah I there was that guy, there was a guy at the end of this episode where uh they th- yeah this was the one that he proposed at the end wasn't it no that's the that's that's okay. last I've got episode. notes on that one too uh, <laughs> but yeah no <laughs> <Shh>. but uh yeah no I really like this one it was just I think it was so good because he felt I think he felt like a lot more in control by the time that they they all finished. This is the one who was constantly like making jokes about himself and from yeah yeah the get go yeah. yeah um and the butter and the what and the butter oh yeah, yeah the cooking the, the cooking and stuff like that yeah yeah to make to make everything easy um my yeah. th- this guy had a um he was up on I saw her last week on the queer I read it or earlier this week as I'm recording or late last week, he actually posted on there and did like a AMA with people and stuff. And like, he was like, you yeah, know, it was so good. Like they were, they were great. And then uh, it was funny because a lot of people asking questions were questions along the lines of, are they really that nice real life? Like how like fake is the show and stuff. And he said, I found it interesting. He said, one thing was that like often, obviously he would kind of just, the producers would kind of just take him to places or be like, you're going to go over here now kind of thing. Cause obviously the show's a lot of like, 
the person's mm. getting taken all over the fucking place, left, right, center. And yeah, he was yeah. like, he said that he was getting annoyed. He was getting pissed off. And he asked the producer, like, once, like, can you give me some direction or something for the show? Like, it was an acting thing. He's like, can you give me some direction for what I should be, like, doing or whatever? But they would never tell him where they were going or what was going to happen. So, yeah. He, but he was, he was getting annoyed about that. But then he said that looking back on, like, looking at the episode later it obviously makes sense why it all needs to be a surprise, even though he was getting annoyed at the time mm. of being like surprised constantly <laughs> about yeah. where he's going, but that's kind of the the point, I guess. Um, and then he also yeah. said that there was a funny scene where, cause Jonathan does another show called um, Gay of Thrones. Is it Gay of Thrones? Yeah. Gay, Gay of Thrones. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, like a Game of Thrones after show type thing, I guess is the best way to describe it. A South of King's Landing ripoff. Yeah, South of King's Landing ripoff. Um, <laughs> and he said that um, he had watched that show prior and knew like who Jonathan was even before uh, Queer Eye started. And then they, the two of them like recreated the intro scene that Jono does, that Jonathan does for that episode and he was like pissed off that they cut it from this episode but could, but could understand why they probably wouldn't want to be promoting another show <laughs> from a different network within yeah. within this show but then yeah he was also saying that everyone is as nice as they seem and like Carmo just basically walks up and every word that comes out of his mouth makes you want to think about your life and <laughs> change it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I thought that was a little interesting thread um yeah, I, I thought the episode was good. It's the, the only kind of like Ash said the the part that was hitting for me was the, you know, the self depre self deprecation stuff was relatable. But other than that, the rest of it not really hitting me. And then I spent a lot of the episode going, "This fucking girl is so <laughs> spoiled. Just get out of the bedroom, <laughs> fuck." Like, um, but yeah, good episode. What are you gonna rank it, Ash? Uh. I'm going to give it a episode 7.5 and the feels a 7.5. Fair enough. Shrey. I gave the episode a 7 mm -hmm. and the feels also a 7. Okay. I gave the episode a 6.5, but I gave the feels a 7 because I feel like that mirror scene hit me a bit harder than the, the episode overall, I guess. Uh, right. Also, uh, I like yep. the interstitials where they got elderly couples. To say stuff. I oh, yeah, that was that was a, interesting. Yeah. Touch. I forgot about that actually yeah. a little bit until there was yeah. that one funny thing with the the people that old couple at the end as well. Yeah, it's fun. Mm. They must have gone and filmed that. Be like, can we grab like couple old people for a day? Like <laughs> just some random <laughs> old people. So like, you just, just go. You just get a uh, just uh, take them outside. The experienced kid with a camera. Can you just go film? Just go film some old people. Just go ask some old people <laughs> for marriage advice. Yeah, just sort it out. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. All right, episode five is titled "Black Girl Magic." IMDb description: A young lesbian struggle struggling with her identity opens her heart to let people in, only to discover she's much stronger than she realized. Ash, what are your overall thoughts for this episode? Yeah. I it was a really nice episode. Obviously she's got a, she's a really strong person um, with a like hard background, obviously her relating to Bobby, who's got a similar sort of backstory of like being abandoned by your adopted family after you come out. Um, probably it was really, it really hit the emotional beats. Um, and then, yeah, for her to meet, like re-meet her half sister. That was another great emotional moment as well. So yeah, really good episode. And then, They've really made over their house. I mean, 
She's only she's like yeah. one of the f- <laughs> imagine imagine the flatmates though. You come in, they redo the living room, do redo the kitchen, redo her bedroom, and then you've still got your crappy bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Good good laundry yeah. fix up. Uh Just steal some stuff, I guess. Yeah, do what we need to do. Shrey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it was feel good. I agree with everything that Ash said, and um I also I think it's good because she was younger as well so they were really helping her to sort of find exactly who she is and it's also about you know obviously not being someone else for other people just being you and I I think it was kind of good that they took on board everything that she said and then they just helped her express that a lot more and yeah I I I can appreciate that uh, because I think even still, you know, there's people later in life that still don't really know who they are or they're afraid to be exactly who they are and be comfortable in that. And, yeah, I think it it's great that – I thought it was funny when they took her to the the dance studio and <laughs> she thought that they were going <laughs> to be dancing and then obviously <laughs> she was just there to talk about, uh, like, black um, – female empowerment history and and yeah Yeah, and history so it was awesome so yeah i i thought this was a really good feels good episode and a a great start for her being slightly younger to kind of kickstart her future Mm -hmm. i yeah this is probably one of my favorites of this this season as much as i appreciate uh like that this new version of queer eye obviously just does anyone and everyone there's still something I like about obviously a bunch of queer people helping out other queer people. Mm. So it's like yeah. that's kind of what the show is built on, and it's whenever they do an episode that's like that, I I, I enjoy it. And like her story was because she's confident, right? She's she's never like shy. She's she seems confident mm. in who she is. But then I guess it's that she's like constantly. I can't remember what she is. She's it's like what is it? A uh, lever chopper? No, what wood chipper? Wood wood chopper look or whatever um, like lumberjack lumberjack like she, yeah let's be in lumberjack yeah, <laughs> I, I just felt like she that's because, a style choice <laughs> i felt like Not what the- because of what happened to her like with her, or her adopted family and stuff it kind of just forced her into like she was accepting of who she was somewhat but then she was like forcing herself to be in a um like having to put many more like fit yourself into labels. certain category tags, mm. labels. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like, the, by the end of this episode, it's like, you don't actually need to do that. You can just be your, your, yourself. And yeah. the, they were like, 90% of time we've spent with you, you're kind of just yourself and you're, for some reason, over here saying that you're a lumberjack lesbian and we haven't, like, seen that at all. Like, what do you reckon you are now? And by the end of the episode, she, of course, chucks away that that tag and, and stuff. And then my other favourite thing about this episode is what you mentioned before about the adopted stuff and Bobby. Like, I really, really, really loved how in this episode where they got Bobby to basically do what would normally be a Carmo job, which was that when it came to discussing... Uh, what it's like his special speciality. Oh, he just um, got the week off. <laughs> no, yeah, basically. But when it came to like the uh, her uh, her adopted sister and stuff, like that's obviously normally a Carmo, like that's his thing, right? To do, to do with yeah. that sort of thing. But because it was closer to Bobby and like more relatable to Bobby and his past experiences, 
having him do that scene and do the meet up with the the sister and all that sort of stuff i felt it kind of just proved to me that like as a group like they could make that decision and like like they weren't structured as a show to be like yeah karma has to do that because that's what he's like on the show for like you, you yeah. need to let karma do, do that because that's what he, what he's here for i just i just feel like behind the scenes it just gave me this image of them being like no bobby's uh, no, they're Bob, a team they do use whoever's best suited to the best suited for sure yeah and i, I just yeah. feel like that scene was kind of evident of that i guess and i really appre- yeah. appreciate uh, appreciated that somewhat uh all right ash what are you going to rank this episode uh i'm going to give the episode an eight and the feels a 7.5 Okay. Shay? Uh, I gave it an 8 out of 10 and an 8 out of 10. 8 and an 8 out of 10 on the feels. All the all the feels. I gave the episode an 8 and I also gave the feels an 8. So we can we can be best buddies over here with similar scores. Cause I, yeah, because I, I agree with you. Like, I think that she was confident. I think she has two different sides to her and I feel like she she felt like she almost had to, she didn't know how to be both of those or she felt like she had to choose one, I think. I think that was what it was with the whole lumberjack thing. To me, it's that that thing that I feel like I've I've seen often and even with people I've known where they're like, they fall into being like, oh, I'm gay, so I need to be like, I need to fall into what is a very strict like label or category of what exactly that means so to her it was i'm lumberjack mm. lesbian hey everyone and although she was like in her mind she's owning what what that is it was just her forcing herself into a label where she didn't particularly need to be because there's no need no need for that stuff i guess yeah all right let's go on to the next one episode six called l rod and sons i'm to be description reads a still grieving single father whose wife died of cancer vows to honor her memory by moving forward with their two young sons ash what did you think of this episode yeah another solid episode obviously someone who really needed that extra push i guess to to move on to the next phase of life um uh obviously a lot of emotional beats i mean dealing with i mean Obviously, it's been two years, but still dealing with that loss and trying to raise these two kids and now moving to this massive house somehow. How do you get that massive? It was huge. Um, but yeah, saw it really good episode. <laughs> that's, your, that's your whole thing for the show. You're like, it was, it was huge. I can't get the house. I don't know how it ended the house. Like. <laughs> I thought this meant to be a housing crisis. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sheree. Oh. This episode, it hit me hard. <laughs> it hit me hard. I um, you know, I being a mum myself, I think that's first of all why it like really got me because in my mind, all I'm thinking about is like if that was me. You mm-hmm. know, there were so many little things throughout the episode, like the storybook and things that she did for him, where she was reading it out loud. The birthday like cards. That. I just to 21 yeah all those types of things i it was like it just kept getting me right in the heart hole because those are the things that and i think for me being a mum but also having lost my mum to cancer as well this episode was just a mess for me (laughs) because not only have i been through the process of uh you know 
packing up I, I packing up a house and moving out of the house with that person even though you know obviously it's a husband and wife and I was the daughter but I was helping my dad do that uh you know and kind of rebuilding that that future that you then have to have without that person I'm also a mum now and I you know that that's just devastation of leaving your, your children behind when they're that young is just, yeah. So yeah, it really got me. I really like this episode because I feel like I can see the steps, how, how difficult they would be to kind of take for him and how he, how much pressure he would be putting on himself and, you know, to also do all the right things for his kids. But yeah, you just, you can't ever replace a mum, you know, especially when, if she was the primary carer when they were younger or anything like that, like it's just one of those things that he would be trying to look after his kids, but he also needs to take care of himself. And it's all those steps that are really hard to take in that situation where, yeah, you've got responsibilities to your children, but you've got to look after yourself and move forward as well. And yeah, it got me, got me good. Yeah. I kind of <laughs> thought, uh, if anyone, it would be, uh, yeah. Um, I uh, I, ha- ha- I haven't lost a, a parent to cancer, thank God, but it still was hitting me quite hard because I, I know this is a w- weird thing to say because it's like, obviously you do, Dylan, but I fucking hate cancer as such a, a like, like I feel like a, a passion and it, I don't like watching anything to do with it usually. Like if a movie's plot line usually revolves around cancer somewhat i just steer away from it because i don't like watching stuff like there's a lot of i know there's like a lot of like uh uh comedy dramas and stuff like in the last 10 years where it's like oh this person's like there's even one recently just released on netflix with fucking ray romano and um mark duplass i can't remember the name of it palton palton thank you which i look at i look at it from it yeah well i look at it i'm like i would love to watch this but i don't think i can because i can't handle i really hate watching anything to do with cancer just fucking just don't it always just hits me horribly so i stay away from it um so yeah this what don't you want to cry no not particularly (laughs) (laughs) no not 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 particularly so uh yeah this this episode was uh upsetting of course and then the it's like cancer's fucked up as it is and you got to deal with that and then you also got to deal with the like the other story of just the general idea of having to like the, the the like the part where the the things engrave the 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 cabinet thing oh, and all, yeah, all that, that, bro, that got me like when that that mum comes in she's like looks I'm like I can't just <laughs> just yeah. end me now this episode just end before um so I I feel like I nearly might have cried the most in this one weirdly yeah 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 so yeah it, it was definitely a, a feelsy episode um. Any lasting thoughts before we go grab rankings? <laughs> uh, okay, so Ash, what are you going to rank the episode? Uh, I'm going to give the episode a seven. I, I I feel like some of the music stuff was kind of shoehorned in and kind of cringy. That kind of put me off. Mm, yeah. Really? Yeah, no, I do agree with what you're saying, yeah. Yeah. I don't recall. But then it feels like a 7.58. Well, you got to pick a score. I, I can't put in two numbers into my mathematical occasion... Occasion <laughs> uh, eight. A little eight. Okay, eight feels. Shri, episode ranking. Uh, 
I'd say an 8.5. And then the feels? A 9.5. Okay, yeah, I was like, are we going to hit our first 10? Or... Yeah, no. Close. It's okay. There were moments where I wasn't crying. It's all right. <laughs> there was, there was, there was some crying. moments where I wasn't crying. 9. I 5. didn't cry for the full 54 minutes. <laughs> 10 out of 10. <laughs> I mean, 9.5 out of 10. All right. Let's move on to the next episode titled Episode 7, Sloth to Slay. A sweet but shy gamer who spent his life in front of a screen. That's me. Finds the courage to make new friends and find his tribe. Ash, what did you think of this episode? I don't know why they needed, there was, didn't seem to be anything wrong with him. Uh, it <laughs> seems like a perfectly valid way to live your life. <laughs> <laughs> this is most relatable for Ash. <laughs> uh, yeah. You talk to me every week. What do you mean? Yeah. Talk to people all the time. It's perfectly fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it, this was a fine episode, I guess. Sort of push somebody out of their boundaries. Outside into the outside world, I guess. It seemed a little on the mm. nose for us, maybe, but that mm. was everything. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I have to say, like, I liked this episode, but it didn't really do much for me because it was bordering on that line of the whole they're looking down, like, not looking down on him, but like his sister was kind of like, all he does is sit in front of his computer. And plays his games. Mm -hmm. And to me, I'm just like, yeah, like he's got online friends. Like, why is that a problem? Like, you know, there's those types of things that were kind of bugging me in that respect because obviously, you know, yes, we all go outside, whatever. (laughs) He probably maybe just sits in front of his computer a lot more than any of us. But do you know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with playing games when you're older is my issue with it. Mm -hmm. Um or sitting in front, or having online being having those interests and whatever else. So that's what annoyed me about the episode. Also, I don't understand why sloths are such a big thing these days. <laughs> so that also annoyed me about the episode. <laughs> um, but I thought it was an episode. It I, was I, an episode. You are correct. Like- you are hundred percent correct with that statement. <laughs> I was kind of just like, yeah, this is a good episode, but uh like you don't need to fix him because he's a gamer there's obviously other issues yeah so you know it was it was fine i i'm not trying to dismiss everything that happened in the episode because obviously they they do help him somewhat with his uh yes yes socializing and these sorts of things and i would say that obviously he has worse social skills than i do that's that's for sure um, but mm, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nah. but I, 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 I didn't like that episode and I, I, I do feel like it just came because although it never quite nailed, it never quite hit the nail into the head of like shitting on gamers or having online friends or any mm. of these sorts of things. It was constantly like teetering around it to the point that it annoyed mm. me. And I, I wouldn't blame anyone specifically because no one really does it. No one's ever like, oh, you, you never hear any one of the, the Fab Five like, oh, video games, like, where do you play those? Or, or anything like that. So it's not like I'm like, oh, this, this uh, suddenly I, I hate mm. one of the Fab Five or something. But it was just the overall mood of the episode. And it could have been, been the way it was edited. There could have been other scenes where they talk about stuff. There could have been a fucking scene where they ask about D&D and like Jonathan's like, oh, I love this sound. That sounds great. But these aren't included in the, the episode. So it just kind of like teeters around this, this mood of, online friends and games and 
this sort of stuff is is bad. Mm. Even though, of course, Carmo does the thing where he hooks him up with other anime fans and says, hey, you like anime? Well, how about you go talk to some anime people in real life? But even with that scene, it got me thinking, is the message here anime talking to anime friends online is bad talking to anime friends in real life is good like i I know obviously i might be going too far but it's just kind of how i was kind of taking taking it in and it's a weird episode because like i had this thing only a couple weeks ago where my mum was literally like dylan you need to get more i like you need to get out more (laughs) like she literally said to me you need to get out more like, what do you mean? Get out more. Like, meet people and stuff. I'm like, but like, and then in my mind, I'm thinking, I spend X amount of hours a week, like, talking to you guys and whatever, right? And then X amount of week, I talk to a couple other people, of course, playing video games, we won't mention. And like, like <laughs> I, I, you know, like, I, I, t- I talk to people, right? Talk to, then I have to, it's, I don't feel like I'm completely antisocial, but I feel like like having that stuff fixed in, then like what, what like this sort of episode just makes me have like a negative connotation towards the whole the, the episode in its full. And I really, really, really did not like his sister. She was fucking pissing me off. To yeah. be honest, she just had this the whole mood of like, oh, you're shit, like looking down on him and and, and stuff about it. And no, nah, didn't like the sister, couldn't buy into it. There's that scene where they're sitting outside and eventually they hug and I'm just like, no, nah, get the fuck out of here, dude. Like, you need to move out of this house. You need to get the phone five to get you the fuck out of this house because she, I feel, is picking on you. And I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it at all. Do you know what the, <laughs> do you, do you know what the best part about this episode was? When they're looking in his wardrobe and Tan's going through The Pokemon his thing? He's like, I really like this. And it's a Pokemon bomber jacket. Yeah. And he's like, do you wear this? And <laughs> he like, says, no. Because really obviously, like it. he's like, I would wear this. <laughs> yeah. I was like, please do, Tan. Please do. Good choice. Tan has no idea it's a Pokemon thing, but he's like, oh, the design's oh, no. great. That's a cool logo. Interesting logo. <laughs> it is. Interesting. Yeah. Cool logo. The Pokemon logo is uh, yeah, great. All right. Uh, Ash, what are you going to rank this rank this episode? Uh, give it a seven. And then the feels like a four. Shrey? (laughs) I gave it a um, 6.5. And the feels? And the feels were 4.5. Okay, so I gave the episode a three and I gave the feels a four. (laughs) I really did not like this episode. Really, really, really did not like this episode. I didn't have a good time watching this episode at all, in case that wasn't gathered. Um, Really? No. Yeah. I will say, of course. (laughs) Surprise! A lot of that's to do with me, but then also a lot of the reasons you may love episodes of Queer Eye a lot are to do with your personal relationships to to them and feelings and and sim. So then I I do feel like at the complete opposite end, you're allowed to really hate an episode if something's really not clicking for you. And this is the, Mm. the, this is the, the, that for me. All right, let's move on to the last episode of the season titled Baby on Board. The one Shree was hinting about just before. Uh, it says, <laughs> IMDb synopsis says, asking for help is hard for this serial procrastinator, but with his house in disarray and a baby on the way, it's time to step up. Starring Channing Tatum. Ash, what did you think of this episode? Yeah, it was another solid episode. You can't say that. Seems like fucking a nice everything. Guy. Say something yeah, different. It's the last it's episode. Another <laughs> very well structured episode. Likeable <laughs> people. <laughs> Uh, the Likeable little kids characters. Was 
little kid made this episode. She was really nice. And she was a nice uh, girl. They took her in. They did the cooking. Nice, just over the top. Uh, like Anthony said, uh, little uh, Jonathan. Yeah, it, it was because that whole part where she's like does the cooking and then she like walks out of the room just to scream and come back in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was great. Yeah, uh, Shree. Uh, oh, no. continue. The only thing is, why did he shave the beard at the end? That yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, Trust me, we'll fucking get to that shit because we'll the disrespect <laughs> from this guy drove his episode ranking down. Shree, what did you think of this? Just, 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 uh. Yeah, the, one of the funniest parts <laughs> um, about this episode was at the end when they he proposed to the girlfriend and that guy's there was face? a guy at the party that the camera kept, like, zooming in on and his face was just like, as no. if to be like... This marriage should not so happen. Much. Why did you get this? Why are you so happy? Why do you look so good? Why do you have these clothes? And he was so jelly, so jelly. I couldn't stop laughing about it and they kept focusing on him. And he's just like, everyone else is clapping. And the guy's like, it was, it was funny. Anyway, it was, um, it was, it was a good episode. It was okay. It was another episode, <laughs> but I think uh, I agree before Dylan gets in with it. I agree about the beard shaving thing, but I feel like this is where, this is what I think about it is he had, by the end of it had a renewed confidence that he was hi- felt himself hiding behind the beard, so he shaved it off because he had a renewed confidence. And his girl- girlfriend or partner, or whatever, she didn't like it, so he was also doing it for her. But also, I think because he had that confidence, he didn't need it anymore, and he was like, "Bar beard." <laughs> and now Dylan can tell you what he thinks. <laughs> I I understand that that way of looking at it. I feel like I, I, yep. I feel, if if I'm gonna believe that this guy truly isn't the mega evil that I think he is, then at some point between <laughs> the Fab Five leaving and later on, he was suddenly like, I'm feeling pretty good about myself. I feel pretty great. Mm. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to fucking propose now. And you know what I'm going to do before I propose? I'm going to shave this fucking beard off. That's what I'm going to do. So if I'm going to be okay, I have to believe this whole thought process about proposing leads to the mm. beard and that all happens after Jonathan uh, and the Fab Five leave, of course. But still, motherfucker. What, the in dis- the 20 respect- minutes after they leave? Well, that's what it makes yeah. it look like in the show. We don't really know, do we? It could have been like two hours I'm pretty later. sure that they leave like the night, the day yeah, off. No, uh, yeah, but we don't know. Like, hey, t- time time is a fickle beast, Ash. <laughs> so- uh, yeah, I'm just going to go get a ring. <laughs> Shaved my beard. Hey, no, I, I, look, I, he had the, obviously he had the ring sitting Without around. the cameras no, 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 Shut the fuck up. He had the ring sitting around, <laughs> obviously, and it's something he'd thought about a lot. But I feel like obviously the reason he hadn't proposed yet was because he was so down on himself. And I, it, like, if I was to, like, I'll take it in and put it into my head of messed upness and put it into, like, a relatable tube, it would be like, uh, mm. I'm a piece of shit. Why would she say yes? Is kind of the 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 roads I would take that on and then obviously if he's feeling yeah. better about himself and he's feeling more confident in himself and why um she would like him in the first place and all these sorts of things then obviously like if he's feeling that way then he's like you know now's the chance now's the time to do it Fab Five just less left I'm on fucking endorphins I'm gonna ask uh, I'm gonna ask her to marry me let's go for it but still with all that said my I was so angry. I was the most angry I feel like I've been in this show when it showed that scene and he just began shaving. And it cut to my... To Jonathan. To my favourite's face. 
Jonathan, the best of the Fab Five. And it showed Ooh. his <laughs> and it showed him you hear that? <laughs> showed him break. <laughs> and I was like, the disrespect I'm seeing right now is absurd. I can't handle it. That's how I feel. Like I understand everything, yeah. and I understand like it's it's like you can look at it and be like, it's good that he did it because it meant he had more confidence. It meant that he actually grew more confidence after the Fab Five left because of what they did, and that's a, that's a good thing. But at the same time, oh my god, no. I was so annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, yeah. Why why wouldn't you take up this resource to tell you how to shave your face properly? It's this guy who's told you how to do everything else in your grooming exactly routine. yeah it's, Why it's, would you it's ask like him? if you were hey, even if I'm you thinking were, about shaving my beard if you were even considering a bit considering it just have been like hey Jonathan help me out you seem like a nice guy you seem like a nice guy <laughs> <laughs> help me out but I mean that's the, that that that's it. Yeah, I just, I the other thing is, like, I, I, I couldn't, re- I couldn't relate too much to this episode, but I, for some reason, it was still, mm. I, it's weird, weird to say, I wasn't relating too much because I, w- I definitely would never live in a house like, like that, right? I, I, I'm the kind of person who can kind of let rubbish, I, like, I could sit around and binge a bunch of movies and like let the, the rubbish kind of build up on the, the coffee table of like r- fucking snacking out and whatever. And it gets it gets clean the next morning. You know what I mean? Like it, that's the extent of my uh, would let that build up. Uh, the level of procrastination he has, which is obviously a, f- a form of depression and and stuff. So I kind of found that relatable. Like I, I guess, like I could understand he was depressed, and I, I was kind of understanding that. But then at the same time, I'm like, I could be like, wow, I hate everything about my life, but I could not live like that i feel like i couldn't that didn't hit Mm -hmm. me like my own depression and stuff definitely doesn't go to uh to doing what he does mine kind of i feel like i'm the opposite where if i get like super depressed it just makes me want to be constantly doing stuff to keep my mind uh going whereas obviously he's just like procrastinating about a lot of very simple household chores whereas if it was me and i was I'd just kind of put on headphones and get them done and be like, I fucking hate my life, but I'll, I'll just be doing it. So I, I couldn't relate too hard there. Um, but at the same time, it was, it was <laughs> at the same time, I was still, it was still hitting me in the feels, even if it wasn't relating is my point, which is not usually the case when it comes to the show. I feel like usually if it's if something's hitting me in the feels, it's because I'm somewhat relating to it, even though I'm watching it and I'm like, I feel bad for this dude, but at the same time, I'm not relating to what's happening at all, which is opposite to how i usually feel yeah uh any last thoughts on this episode from anyone else that was a dope ass fridge (laughs) that was a dope ass fridge (laughs) the fridge with the screen on it yeah that's just what that's what everyone has these days ash come on that's what everyone has the future the future's here right (laughs) future is here uh what do you (laughs) future's crazy what are you gonna rank this episode ash uh, episode of seven feels like a five. Okay, Sheree, what are you gonna make this episode? Episode is six point five and a six. 
On the feels, All right? Yeah, I gave the episode a six. I gave the I gave the feels a seven point five because for some reason it was hitting me, which I found weird. Even though I didn't like the episode as much, it was weird. I, d- I don't really understand it. But who <laughs> understands? You felt betrayal, and that's what a feeling. Yeah, the, the feels was because of anger, <laughs> not because of. <laughs> it wasn't good. It wasn't good feels. It was uh, bad feels of of anger. That's for sure. Um, uh, okay, so. Let's go over some rankings before we do any wrapping up thoughts about the, the overall season. So I'm going to hit you Can with... Can I also say one last thing? Okay. Two last things, actually. Yeah, one, it. I don't like how when you finish the season, it starts up season one. I don't like, like that either because it, the... it chunks, it starts in and then all of a sudden your your playthrough <laughs> of that episode says you, you've started it and then it shows up in a Netflix thing telling you to continue playing it and you're like, motherfucker, I have already watched, watched this show. everything. Yes, let me mark this as watched. Netflix, please. Your listing, let us mark stuff as watched. Thank you. Yeah. Continue as they've done that for everything, though. It's <laughs> I know annoying. It's, it's horrible. Yeah, yep. Other thing, greatest edition of the season, probably the French bulldog. Now, do you want to bring or up your point, Shree? Because we've talked about this before. <laughs> uh, was you a big fan of the yeah, great dog? We all we're all on board on great the edition. dog, yeah. Okay, good. Okay, very good. Did, uh, did you guys have any highlight moments of? the fab five like any funny like i think last season one of the ones was when like tan gets in the like in the closet in the in the guy's closet like any really funny moments this season or anything like that uh, that you took away my from number this? one all right so anything with jonathan because he's the best and then also the <laughs> brulee's great i love dogs and then yep. number three standout moment that kind of just comes to me in my head. No, hold on. I've got two moments, right? Number one is first episode when Tan finds her uh, her sexy lacy wear, which is fucking um, yes. uh, camo. camo. <laughs> and then he comes out wearing it. That was quite funny. And then also, funnily enough, yeah. my next favorite moment after that that sticks out is the tan moment where they're talking about squirrel and they, they're like, he says squirrel and then everyone's like, what do you, what do you just say? And he's like squirrel. And they're like, it's squirrel, honey. <laughs> <laughs> that was quite funny. And I'm hundred percent on team tan, by the way. That's it's, it's squirrel. Fucking Americans. Nothing springs to mind. It's been a few weeks, but yeah. No, they're still good. Do you have moments, Shrey, or do you just... No, there were so many funny moments, like usual, throughout the season, but I just wanted... I was interested to see if there was anything. But yeah, one, one of the fun, real funny ones was the, the camouflage lingerie. That made me laugh quite a bit. That was quite funny, yes. Um, all right. Yep. So I'm going to hit everyone with... I'm going to kind of break them down, and I'm going to tell you what apparently we decided overall was the best episode of the season, according to us. So I'm going to give you the feels ranking overall. For all of uh, for us, the the overall score for each episode, and then the overall score of those combined, deeming a certain episode number one. So, for episode one, the Explosion Network ranks. I'm rounding up and or down. I'm rounding either, either direction here is what I'm going to do. By the way, uh, Explosion Network ranks episode one <laughs> five point five. Explosion Network ranks episode two six out of ten. Episode three, we rank at a... Oh, these are feels, obviously. Uh, I forgot to mention, these are the feels levels. Uh, Explosion Network ranks episode (laughs) three feels an 8.5. Explosion Network feels for episode four is a seven. Explosion Network feels for episode five is an eight. Our feels for episode six were an 8.5. Our feels for episode seven were an all-time low four. (laughs) And our feels for episode six 
was six out of ten. All right. So then our episode rankings: episode one, seven; episode two, seven; episode three, eight point five; episode four, seven; episode five, eight; episode six, eight; episode seven, five point five. That's the lowest ranking episode we have at number seven. Unsurprising, really. We weren't all the biggest fans. They this. listened to us. Yeah, yeah, if they listened to us, they'd make a lot of sense. <laughs> uh, and then the last episode, we ranked at 6.5. All right, so some of the feels and the scores match up. Some of the feels and the scores don't match up. Now, our overall rankings for each episode of Queer Eye Season 3 from the Explosion Network. At episode number one, we have a 6 out of 10. Uh, 6.5, actually, if I round it correctly. Let me make sure I get my roundings here correctly. We'll give it a 6.5 overall. Episode 2, 6.5. Episode 3, 8.5. Episode 4, 7. Episode 5, 8. Episode 6, 8. Episode 7, 5. And in the last episode, episode 8, we add a 6 out of 10. Which, of course, makes... Episode three, unsurprisingly, the winner at 8.5. <laughs> yep. The best episode, as deemed by the Explosion Network, is episode three, our girls over at the barbecue place in Go Jones's Barbecue. Buy the barbecue sauce online. Their sauce. Yeah, Their sauce. Their sauce. Sweet. So what was sauce. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's it. Thank you for joining us on this Explosion Network's uh First, feels discussion of many to come. If they, can, I suppose, <laughs> hopefully, maybe, potentially, it'll only ever be about this show. Uh, but uh, if you want to, <laughs> make sure you head on over to YouTube.com/slash Explosion Network for more of our review discussions. Uh, without with less feels, but review discussions nonetheless. Ring the bell there. Give it a big old thumbs up. Feel free to leave your episode feels or rankings in the comments down below, of course. If you want to listen to our review discussions and potential future feels discussions, you can search a podcast app for review discussions by Explosion Network to find the podcast feed for this show. Or you can find the links for all of those things I just mentioned, along with much more, including a movie and TV podcast. What do you want to watch over at ExplosionNetwork.com? You can follow me on Twitter at Vivaldil, V-I-V-A-L-E-D-I-L. You can follow Ash on Twitter at A-S-H-L-E-Y-H-A-B-L-E-Y. You can follow Shree on Twitter at C-H-E-R-I-C-O-R-N-O. And make sure you follow the Explosion Network on Twitter at Explosion Pod. Bye, everyone. Bye, bye, bye. Until next season, until next video, whatever happens first. <laughs> bye, bye catch up on the latest tv online media movie news from the biggest comic book films to the biggest youtube crazes to our local cinema scene and then hear what we've been watching before asking the age-old question what do you want to watch available on all podcast services every second friday just search your podcast app for what do you want to watch and subscribe for free now yeah.